on the bus. Dip me little shoulders in there. Fizz pop. Fizz pop. Fizz pops. Fact. 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 Flaps. A fun little flick. Have seen. I have seen. I have seen. Terminator bus driver. Grab bag. Trucker size. Nothing wrong. But what? All the screens. I put a bit of WD forty on mine. Check that out. Do you want, have you got any WD forty, Rich? I've got wads of WD forty, mate. Get it out. Get your WD out. Have you ever tried WD-39 or any of the other WDs? There's no such WD-39. Nah. I'm sure there's another one. Like another number. A different a different WD. I've got a can right here. I'm just going to check. WD-40. The reason we call WD-40 is because it was the 40th version of the recipe. Made that up. Tell you what though, their PO box is 440. They like 40. No shit, their website's wd40.co.uk. Lovely stuff. What's your favourite thing to spray it on? My armpits. Keep them nice yeah? in there. No, uh, I'd, I quite like doing it in a bike chain while Ooh. you're like holding it up and you're pedalling it round. Yeah? Do you not use yeah, specific like doing that. bike chain grease? Yeah, if I've got that. But if it's just like... But if I not, a bit of WD. Quickly, but yeah, I like it on a squeaky hinge, like a door hinge. And I like if you don't have any, you can just use deodorant. Works just just the same. Maybe not as good. Doesn't last as long, but it smells nice. I did my old roller skate wheels in it the other week. That was very satisfying with all the ball bearings and that in. Oh, how is the roller skate going? All right, yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Have you got your hockey sticks out as well? I've had a little go. Nah, I don't have any of them. They're all mums, I think. Right. I was going to say, sticks. like when I've got the... when you're skating, playing hockey, do you use that stick as a sort of crutch as well are you using it to help you stay uh, up and help you pull along no yeah. nah. fair enough only using it if you're gonna fall over it's like a <laughs> brace rich anything to add on the matter uh no i don't have anything further to uh report on wds right well let's get the let's get the podcast started now then thanks for joining us this is the vhbbb podcast with me van hemo and the babbling bells luke and rich how we doing, boys? I'm back, baby. There I'm, he is. I'm very there good, boys. I'm very good. Good. That's what we like to hear. Same's here. Same so here. I'll be skipped a week. Had a good time up in the lakes, I take it. Have Ooh. you listened to the podcast from last week? Uh, I've listened to half of it. Half of I've it? I've listened to the first half. The I was going to say night, which but half, was... but <laughs> that's probably the best place to start. But then I had a little snooze. Yeah, and uh, I didn't catch the second half. But yeah, that's on my list of things to do tomorrow. I've had Bryony pop up quite a lot of times saying, "Why are you saying that in the pod? What do you want about? That's that's not right. That's not true." But then it is true. Just <laughs> you know, different things. That's normally a weekly occurrence for me. <laughs> Even like earlier on, she's like, "I opened the freezer." She's like, "Oh, it smells in there." And I put my head, and I was like, "No, it doesn't." She's like, "What? Are you saying I'm lying?" And it's like, "No, you saying I'm lying? We both have different noses." <laughs> It doesn't mean I don't know. Oh dear. Um, but yeah, last week's pod, it was that was good. You've only heard what you needed to. Did you see though, LB, while you're away? I took your lovely image, put it on one of our Instagram pictures. Look, I seen that I was on a little Riddler. 
Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know if you if you approved or not. I hope you do. I approved. I approved. I never checked for you guys first, really, before <laughs> using your Just image. I think we signed away our rights, didn't we? Yeah. We signed some sort of waiver the second the first WAV file was made. I think the best thing with that one, though, if for some reason the hair just managed to mix into his at the top, so it looked like you had proper red hair on like top. Like little ginger tips. Yeah, it was. I thought that was clever. Accidental. But there we go. Yeah. Lovely stuff. So, yeah, how was the lakes? How was it, how was it being away? It, do you know what? It was absolutely amazing. Ooh. A lot more um, of the hot tub, or was that just a, a one-off when we seen you in it? Nah, I mean, I was in that every every moment available. <laughs> I was in there, dipped me, dipped me little shoulders in there. That was yeah. nice. Uh, I was in it in the rain quite a lot, which is quite cool. Um, With an umbrella? Nah, just, just getting wet. Just taking it, taking the rain. Just taking it. You're wet anyway, in it. Uh, so yeah, that was that was sound. Uh, I ate loads of class food. Well, yeah, you said you had lots of reservations or something. You'd planned to go to lots of restaurants. Mm-hmm. Yep, so we went to loads of restaurants, ate loads of wicked food. Uh, went to a nice brewery, picked up loads of bre- loads of beers. Ooh. So if the Hawkshead Brewery would like to send us some free beers for the shout-out, yeah, that would be very much appreciated. Is that made with water from the lakes? Nah, I reckon this is just Evian shipped in. <laughs> just tap water. Just tap water. Yeah, no, well, yeah, that's cool. Good stuff. Yeah, it was good. Visited a nice cave. That oh, was cool. Underground cave or a walk-in? Uh, a walk-in. Yeah. Walk-in cave. Yeah. Was there that's anything cool. special about it? Were there stalactites, stalagmites? Uh, no, no stalactites or stalagmites, but it was cool. Wasn't it? I had like a lake in it. A lake a inside a, little, a little cave. A little bit of water in there. Yeah, I go across some like little stepping stones to get into it. Yeah, it how cool. much do you know about lakes? Because I mean, you say there was a lake in it. How big does a lake have to be to be a lake? Well, I, well it wasn't that lake. It was more of like a little little puddle. <laughs> I didn't know if they were trying to sell it as the lake in the cave. And you're like, that's not nah, a lake. No, not selling it like that. Piss bigger lakes than that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that was cool. Uh, and then what else did we get out to? Just lots of mooching about. Yeah. Do you have any yep. board games or anything? Bit of travel, scrabble, deck of cards, jigsaw. No, I meant to take a deck of cards, but I didn't take one. But oh, just, just loads of walking, drinking, yeah. enjoying the, being away from the hustle and bustle. Absolutely, nice to just switch off. Brilliant. Brilliant. What about you, boys? What's been occurring? Uh, for me, not too much. A bit of the old DIY, bit of decorating. I'm on the decorating stage of the studio. It's got you know two more paints to coat, and then should be done. Internal or external? Internal. Yeah. So then it's build up some of the furniture, set it out, get some shelves up. Nice. And it's good to go. Yeah. Amazing. But that's that's pretty much it. Uh, all my clothes have got marks on. My, my dressing gown's got all paint smudges on it. I quite like Aww. it. It's my, you know, my working dressing gown. <laughs> not my... <laughs> the work gown. Not my comfy in the house one. <laughs> I tried something new this week. I don't know how much yeah. of a fan you boys are of old Terry's Choco Orange. I love, yeah. a, I love a Chucky Orange. They're, it's all right. It's all right. Yeah. Um, yeah. What about other flavors? Is, I can't remember. Do you like mint chocolate? Again, it's all right. Okay. Well, I had a white chocolate orange. Mm-hmm. Ooh. And I thought, ooh, and especially, Albie, you like your white chocolate. I, I do like a bit of white chocolate, huh? didn't really rate it you it didn't tasted hardly of anything there wasn't enough of the white there wasn't enough of the orange 
they, it's like they blanded both down. So, sorry, Terry's. <laughs> the blanded what, orange. Have you ever had the Terry's like segment packets where you get mixed ones? Yeah. yeah. There's a toffee one. There's a f- one with fizz pop, whatever it's stuff it's called in it. Exploding candy. Oh, Why fizz can't they pop. Do a- bang. Fizz pops. <laughs> Wallop. <laughs> Why can't they do a whole ball of that? A whole orange? Absolutely. Because too, too much of a threat, isn't it? That, if that went off. <laughs> too much whiz-bang pop. Yeah. <laughs> if they fall off the back of a lorry, it's okay. Accidentally fucking put that in the microwave. You're begging for trouble. <laughs> I wonder how... I, I assume, I'm just going out there. YouTube's probably full of it, but how much, how far have people gone with exploding candy you know like the cinnamon challenge putting a whole mouthful mm. in what other things have they done does it react the same when you put it in water or a can of coke does it fizz pop i don't know i don't know like a mint or yeah we'll have to find out rich what have you been up to uh i went on a little trip yesterday oh, <laughs> oh my voice went all funny then a little <laughs> trip yesterday <laughs> and it unearthed a conversation in the car oh how long was this journey Set the scene. Three hours, 20 minutes. Who's driving? Mr. Wainio. Fan of the show, Mitch. Yeah, Sneaky Mitch is driving us. And we're having a chat. And the subject of a motorway service station came about. And it's a bit of a mystery. And it's something I also presumed. And then I did some research into it. Okay, why don't you quiz us first, see if we know what this thing is. The extra... Services. Do you yeah. know the brand Extra? I know the brand. What distinguishing features does the Extra... Is it the Golden Arches? Yes. But the wonky arches, not McDonald's arches. Yeah, they're like crossed over to make the X yeah. of it with the little the Extras on. usually feature a McDonald's. Is that yes. not one of their franchises? So there's quadruple I, arches. Are you... I I am going to say I was under the presumption that it was yeah. owned by McDonald's. Oh, really? Just because of the arches? Well, I mean, they're, they're the logo cutting half and folded into an X, mate. <laughs> there's no denying it, is there? And I'm like, I mean, yeah. there's no way. We would have known. You would have heard about that already. That would have been common knowledge. But I just thought it was like something from the 90s or whatever that just they started doing it for a bit and then it stopped and they've just those logos have stayed up there. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why aren't McDonald's having a word? Like, come on, lads. <laughs> That's fucking our logo, just cutting half and turning it into an X. Yeah. If you stand at a certain angle, it's definitely McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> stand right, just to the right, directly underneath it and look up. And I thought, <laughs> like, may- maybe, like, it is a Mackey's thing and they own the motorway services. And like, all right, there's a KFC or Burger King there, maybe. Yeah. But Mackey's are making a quid off you buying a Whopper. Or summit. Yeah, okay. That was what right. I thought. Okay. Double rent. It's got nothing to do with it. No. Uh, I, I wouldn't have thought so. I'd like to know what McDonald's does own, though. What they have got their fingers in. Because I've done. I've got. A, I've got a Wikipedia article open here about extra services. Okay. Yeah. Extra MSA services is a company that operates nine motorway service stations in England. Just nine? Yeah, within the East Midlands region. So, like, it's do not... They, do they count the services, say, if there's an extra that's one on either side of the road? Yeah. Does that count as one? Yeah, that's, like, one service's location, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Baconsfield. Oh, well, they're actually quite. They're quite everywhere, but yeah, they only own nine. Baldock, Bacon, Beaconsfield, Blackburn, oh, Cambridge, no. Cullopton, Peterborough, Cobham, and Leeds. Yeah, I've been right? to at least four of them. But yeah, it's got nothing to do with Mackey's. They have Mackey's as part of their restaurants, you know, that are in it. Yeah. Hmm. Come but, on, you're going to say you've got a built-in with all the different types of services. We've got to name them. No, nah, but it's just like... Moto. Have a word, McDonald's. I'd be well miffed because to me... It's very close. It's very similar. It's also like I look at that logo and I guarantee this is probably why it is because you think, oh, that service might have a Mackey's. I'll go there. Yeah. It's a Mackey's one and you get there and you've got a Greg's. I'll be feeling <laughs> No, but like, did you definitely cl- clarify that they have got the contract with McDonald's? There's always going to be one at an extra. No, it's just that oh, they... Right. The the potential restaurants you could uh, go to at one is a McDonald's, a KFC, Chopsticks, yeah, El, El Mexicana, which I've never seen, a Leon, mm. Nando's, uh, and Nando's, yeah, in no services got a Nando's. Yeah, it? some do, man. Some have proper good facilities. You get Harry uh, Ramsden's. That must be a, some fish and chips. That must be in London. So, yeah, there's a so lot yeah, of services based. around the M25 in London and stuff. I used to go to a lot of them. So that that blew me away that it's not a thing. I always thought it was a thing that was just like a bit of a weird motorway service thing. <laughs> and then I started thinking more about how weird motorway service stations are, right? Yeah. yeah. And the working at it bit. Yeah, I was about to say, who's working at one of them? Who's going <laughs> for a job there? In my 37 years on this planet, I've never known anyone that's worked at a motorway service station. Have you? Have you, Hemo? I've known have someone you worked who, at one? I haven't, I haven't. But I've known people that have worked Steve Jobs at worked a petrol at one. station on the edge of town, so it's, <laughs> yeah. you know, similar. But my thinking on it is, right, motorway service on the middle of the M1, right? Yeah. You work in the boots there. You've got to drive down, right, to the motorway mm-hmm. services, turn off, go in, do your day's graft, right? Then you've got to to go home. You've actually got to go in the opposite direction till you get to yeah. a junction where you can turn off, <laughs> come back past it to get home. It depends where you live in it. They might you might live in just a little village that's right next to it, and there's a little slip road off. But but, but it's not the slip road off doesn't go straight to the service it's station. It's one side of the road. Yeah, maybe the residents get a little tunnel. <laughs> And I was thinking of well, no tunnels under them. Well, there's some that have got a bridge, isn't there? And I was thinking, all right, yeah, yeah some, have the, some have the bridge. But you can't get your fucking car over the other side. <laughs> no. But well, I'm just joking. Also, some people are like, I'll save time on the way home and I'll do the, I'll go all the way to the junction, come back round and park on the other side <laughs> and go over the bridge yeah. to work. Or like, do you think like there's a car share with somebody else that works there and like you leave your car there on a Tuesday they drive you home, <laughs> then you, you know, and then they leave theirs the next day and we just do, you have car share where your car's at the motorway service station like 50% of the time. <laughs> do you know what's even worse though? Imagine leaving work and just pulling on and being like, oh, fucking hell, I'm in a traffic jam. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Like, I, I might as right. well just reverse and go stay in the bu- Ibis budget for the night because I ain't getting well, it I, I've got a secondhand story for this because person very close to myself Bryony. Yeah. She used to work at Bristol Airport. 
the boots oh, in the airport. I, I thought you were going to say a motorway service station. I, no, I was actually yeah. going to be like, get off the pod, go get her. Just, I need to ask some questions. But just the fact of, you know, she has to go through. You have to go through security, airport security. You're not allowed to bring in any bottle, drink bottles or anything. And you have to, everything your, your lunch all has to be from inside. <laughs> yeah, you're not allowed any drugs either. But no, and then she'd have to go and park in one of them car parks and get the bus. You know, yeah. like the little shuttle bus that takes all the passengers in to the airport and stuff. That's pretty mad. Yeah, that sounds I'd, like an, an awkward thing to do, have to do. I actually reckon a motorway service is more inconvenient than the bloody airport, though. I, I think with the fact of, like you said, sitting in traffic, looking at where you've just been, <laughs> staring at your work half an hour after you left it, yeah. <laughs> just there. Like the side driving of the home, but just going <laughs> further away from home with your sat-nav going, turn around at the next available lot. It's like, I fucking know. <laughs> Uh, yeah who's getting and what you're not getting paid pimping wages to work there either are you i don't know maybe you get more than you do in the normal version of mcdonald's because of the inconvenience yeah do you think you must get some sort of petrol allowance for doubling (sighs) back on yourself there probably get a discount as well in the shell garage or whatever i live 20 minutes away from work but me trip home is 40 minutes (laughs) (laughs) You you could walk it they're just a weird setup altogether. Like, I want to know the Have stories got- of like the people who are staying in these hotels there. Where they're going? Because like, yeah, I, there was points in my life where I've been going to service stations every single day, multiple times a day. Yeah, well, just as part, just in the job, like because it was out driving and stuff. We'd be out going to far off places and then coming back. We'd always be in and out of services, whether it was to relieve ourselves or stock up, get some fuel. It would be a bit of a meal deal. Yeah, because like I was meal dealing daily. The hotel situation we're not exactly big enough of a country no. that requires the sort of over like stay. And these uh, the hotels that you see at these they're not small, are they? No. It's not like a four bed. Maybe then it's for like, a lot of the time it's when people have conferences in offices in the town, so you need forty people to come along to your mate, conference. If I'm they all need the conference, stay. I am booking it. At the ferry bridge. <laughs> no, it doesn't hotel. have to be. It doesn't have to be at the hotel, but just that's where all the people you suggest for them to stay in it. Mm. Um, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be saying there. Wow, well, depends on the level of your company, isn't it? Yeah, but it just. It. I just want to know more. I just want to be like. Maybe we should do a pod from a service station so I can oh, go yeah. run and gun and run over and be like, excuse me, I know you've just stayed at the uh, travel lodge. Can you just give us a bit of background as to what you're doing here? Like, will my wife find out about this? <laughs> yeah. Um, what's your routine? What's your th- routine when you go in? What's your go-to what, thing? Where's the loo? When you get to services, you go. Is it mainly because you go in loo first, or do you get in a queue first? Loo first for yeah. some food. Yeah. What's your favourite thing to discover when you get if you get to one? If they've got something like, if they've got a McDonald's or Krispy Kremes. <laughs> this is a really specific thing, but. They've usually got really good selection of grab bags of crisps. Grab bags, okay. The, the big... bigger bag, in it, Like a big yeah. bag of Abu Loops, beef, yeah. or... Trucker size. Yeah, trucker size. And all crisps are grab bag there. Like, you don't often get <laughs> just such a plethora of grab bag available. Yeah, that's very true. One of my favourite features of the service station... It's like you said, when you go into a McDonald's, a KFC, a Burger King, mm-hmm. all the food is proper hot and fr- like and as fresh as it can be. Yeah. Yeah. Usually you often wave stuff if it's not busy. 
Yeah. It's not like you go and you're eating 20 minute old cooked chips. Yeah. 10 seconds from being thrown away. Yeah. I'm asking a serious question. Are they open 24-7? Yes. A lot of them are. Are they? Some of them I'm... don't. Some of them just have the toilets and they shut up shop. Already, I've never been to one like late at night, I don't think. No. We definitely will revisit this at some point because I've got loads of stories, especially from like traveling across Europe and going to loads and loads of them. And they're very the nice other, in Europe. They're a lot different. The other mental thing that I always get a little bit freaked out by in the service station is the people that are in the gambling section. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They always you know, have a gambling all, section. All the fruit machines. And there's just someone sat in there. It's like, how long have you been in there? <laughs> yeah. Have you drove down especially... Don't you have somewhere else to be? Like, <laughs> I remember being on a school trip, and it was ev- like every time we got to one, uh, one bunch of kids straight away running straight in there. Some of them would go on the like arcade on a big car thing, yeah. But no, some of them straight on the slot machines. <laughs> it's like, who's policing this? Really, come on. <laughs> but yeah, it just fascinated me. I just they're just yeah. the whole life at the service. No, I think yeah, we'll definitely we'll, we will do one from a from a service station and we'll regale stories of service stations gone. Lovely, look forward. Do to you it. have a favourite? Um, no, but there's one that we used to go to a lot, and I can't even remember the name of it, but it'd be easily googled because it was the one that had the first weather spoons. The first motorway service station with the weather spoons. I mean, they're asking for fucking trouble. <laughs> well, that's the thing. We just went for the crack. We were like, really? And we can get a pint now, yeah? Sound. <laughs> Go on then. I'll drive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty mad. I wonder if there's more of them now. I don't know. I can't think how long ago that was. Um, do you want to know about three famous people that were born on this day in history? Yeah, Today, on, the day we were doing the pod. Yeah. <laughs> yeah? Go on it's for it. the three Gs. Okay? Yeah. Any guesses? <laughs> the three Gs. Gary. Gary Glitter. Nope. Gary Barlow. <laughs> Gary Gordon. <laughs> nah, nope. George. Nope. Jeff. Okay, nope. Graham. Our Graham. Nope. <laughs> uh, male or female to start with? They All are male. male. All female? Okay. They are male. Gordon the Gopher. No. No, no, no. Come on, then. See, I've got a, I've got a mini little built-in here, right, that I forgot I had, <laughs> so I'm very happy. But I don't know how to present it. I, 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 was just, I, was, I was just thinking in my head, maybe I can say the questions and you could then guess who the people are, but there's no way you'd be able to. So, the first one is, I believe it's pronounced graining, as in <laughs> Matt graining. Yeah. All right, okay. Simpsons guy. Yeah. The next one is Galileo. Do you know Galileo? Galileo? The old science guy? Astronomer sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And the third one, it's not actually a G, but like with Jeff, like you said, Jeff can be a J or a G. So this one's Kim (laughs) Jong-il, which of course was the last boss of North Korea. Um, boss. But he's, he is a G, isn't he? So it's the three Gs. Is he? Who are Kim, you? Is it not Kim Gong K-I-M. I'm, the, I'm the boss yeah, of Kim. Gong Il. King Gong. King Kong. Kim Gong. Yep. Okay, right. So which fact. I love how he's with... brushing over that. Okay, right. Quickly, just fit that under the carpet. Right. Which fact goes with which star? Okay. Star. Now. Galileo. Star. Galileo. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um. Do you want to buzz in or do you just want to shout out? <laughs> I'll, I'll buzz with Jeff. 
All right, you've got Jeff. You've got a G as well. James. LB. <laughs> James with a G. That's what you could have called. Man, James. <laughs> James. James. <laughs> Stop playing games with me. Games. <laughs> Get installed. I'm going, mm, got it. Okay. <laughs> right, which fact goes with which star? He was born on Mount Bigdu. Yeah, it's Jeff. Oh, it was close, but I heard Gary. Kim Jong-un. It was not. It was his dad, though. Kim Jong-il. I'll give it to you. <laughs> close enough. Oh, Jill. Kim Jong-il. You said un. Um, <laughs> uh, by the way, that Mount Baekdu, whatever it's called, is Korea's most sacred mountain. That's where he was born. Okay, next one. His father's name is Homer. Gary. Gary. Uh, Jeff. Jeff, uh, <laughs> Jeff Gaining. Jeff Gaining. No, Gaining. Nah, I'm giving Matt it to Gaining. Rich. Oh. Rich, that's it. My name is Jeff. Yeah. Uh, is it Matt Gaining? Yes, it is. <laughs> oh, <laughs> of course <laughs> it's Jeff Gaining. Oh, it's because he's Gaining. My name is Jeff. <laughs> right. He was a college dropout. There's only three, three. We know this. Yeah. We know which, which one, one this is. My name no, is Joe. Galileo. It is Galileo. Beauty, beauty school dropout. How did you know? How did you know it was him? Because you've done the other two already. Yeah, but I've got more. All right, okay. Uh, yeah, it's a quiz. It's not just. I thought it was just the one. three. A three. Oh, sorry, I did say which fact goes with which star. I meant yeah. to say which facts <laughs> go with which stars. Uh, Faggots. Good guess, though. <laughs> right. What What was he studying? Who? Astronomy. Oh, I don't know. Galileo. <laughs> I, don't know. I think acting. <laughs> okay. NASA named a spacecraft after him. Gary. Go on, Gary. That would be uh, Galileo. It is Galileo. I thought I'd throw that off. Well, oh, are they going to be tricked by that? <laughs> I must say Jeff again. <laughs> That's the whole point of the quiz. Um, okay. Left-handed. Gary. Go on, Gary. Kim Jong Il. No. It's not what I've got down here. He, yeah. he, he, he seems like the sort of go, I am left-handed, but no, really he's, he's right-handed. all-handed. He's like, I'm no-handed. <laughs> I just think it, and it's on the paper. My name is Jeff. Go on, Jeff. Matt. Big Matt. It is Matt Groening. And I think that in The Simpsons, it's often referenced. They even did a whole episode, didn't they, where Flanders opened a shop. Yeah, the left-handed mm, Yeah, stuff. the left leftorium. Yeah. Okay. Last one. Master Golfer. Go on, Albie. I'll let you try and say it again. Mm, Gary. Uh, Kim Jong-un. <laughs> Kim Jong-il. Yes, correct. <laughs> he's got it. I don't, supposedly, though, the fact actually is that he's only ever held a golf club once, but still, he is a master golfer. There you go. That's the end of the... Uh, which fact goes with which star? <laughs> From the On This Day in History Births quiz. Have you seen uh, they're trying to bring future armor back, but without Bender? Huh. Well, as in Grainin's doing it, he's behind it. Yeah. Um, why not Bender? I haven't seen that entire series of everything, so did he die or something? No, the voice actor won't, as in, when I oh, say without Bender, the voice actor of Bender yeah. doesn't want to do it. But he's very much a very prominent voice actor, isn't he? Yeah. can't think yeah. of his name, but he's loads of stuff. I like him in Adventure Time. And I think that they're just going to replace him. Oh, with a new voice. Mm. I wonder if they'll get someone with a really famous voice that's so different to it to be like, oh yeah, I changed my computer chip. 
Yeah, maybe. Okay. But they've like, or were they just ended that show and rebooted that show so many times? Have they? Yeah, I reckon I've seen probably about five full series worth. How many are there? Like fifteen, maybe. Yeah, lots, man. And there's a few, like four movies as well. Yeah, I might have seen one of them. Mm. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm. Talking of movies, although it'll soon be very much away from movies, but you heard about that new movie, Moonfall? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Where the moon (laughs) falls down onto Earth or something? Yeah. Supposedly it's it's like one of the worst movies ever, yeah. In the realm of like Sharknado or something. So terrible, but probably enjoyable to see it. Yeah. It's yeah. the sort of well, movie that Holly and Harry B are well excited to watch because they love trash like that. Uh, like, oh, uh, really? Yeah, like <laughs> Giant Shark versus Mega Octopus or whatever. They love all that. Like, just they know it's bad. It's just like let's watch some of it and just laugh at it, sort of thing. Moonfall, the Moonfall, the movie. Part of it is about to come true. Okay, I've been mm. reading. I've been reading my science files. A space rocket will strike the lunar surface on March the 4th. Fact. No lie. <laughs> this is happening. Do you believe me? Nah. Well, you should. It's it's actually going to happen. They Are say they they've do even what? got the time. They reckon as, as long as it's on course like it is, 11 o'clock, I think it was, March the 4th, a space rocket's going to strike the surface of the moon. Who's firing this rocket? Has it been fired already? Well, originally they thought it was one of old Musk's SpaceX parts, but now it's been confirmed to be a Chinese rocket. Ah. It's actually a 2014-065B booster from the Chang 5T1, which was a Chinese rocket that launched in 2014. So part of it has just been floating around for ages, orbiting and orbiting, and now it's going to crash into the moon. They know it is. And we know from playing, you know, certain video games and stuff you see where it's quite accurate, it's definitely going to happen. That trajectory means it's going to crash. <laughs> Kerbal Space um, Program predicts. NASA. <laughs> NASA say they are ready for action and they are going to observe the crater that's going to be formed when it explodes into the planet. And they've got little probes that orbit around the moon. So they're going to be able to examine the, the damage. The moon, what did I say? Planet. It's going to crash into the yeah. planet. It's going to crash into the moon <laughs> of our planet. Can our we not just like, fire at it? What, flick it away? Just shoot it down. I don't think it's a problem. It's just going to crash into the moon. It's not massive. Oh, the moon's massive. Problem, isn't it? This is just a little rocket. <clears throat> is this so. a, like a, a firework more than a rocket? I mean, it's probably... I didn't actually get the details of the size of it, but my imagining is if it's one of them boosters, <laughs> it's probably... A good couple of meters oh, okay. high. Do you not reckon? Just not some sort of illegal Chinese firework size. Nah, it's not one of them. I don't think they would make it. Especially, you never know though. Who knows what other countries around the world are doing? Not targeting just one there. See what it is. <laughs> um, I've uh, I've got something else. Talking of other countries around the world. <laughs> Go on then. Okay. Do you know about Tonga? I know about Tonga. Yeah? Country? <laughs> I do you know have any idea, Tonga. Do you have any idea what the traditional Tongan diet is? I do not. LB? Uh, some sort of lentils? No. <laughs> Fish, root vegetables, and coconuts. Okay? 
But there is a whole generation in Tonga that was brought up on mutton flaps. Okay. Do I hear you ask what a mutton flap is? Yeah, what's a mutton flap? (laughs) A mutton flap is the discarded part of a lamb that's not fit for consumption in countries like New Zealand, where they have a lot of lambs. So it's basically the proper like rubbish little bit on the very underside that gets trailed in the mud all the time. <laughs> and it's the bit that's left over. They chop it off, send it over to places like Tonga, where they lap it up. They love it. But it ha- it looks like a slab of unsliced bacon, but just more fat than meat. Yeah. And it says, it's not unusual for a Tongan person to eat a kilogram of mutton flaps in one sitting. A kilogram of this shit meat. <laughs> And it says 40% of Tongans have diabetes and curbing it is going to take generations. I like this little diagram where it's just a, a little goat. It's just fl- showing a picture of a sheep. And it just says, <laughs> says, back, it just says flaps on the bottom. Of flaps. <laughs> <laughs> flaps. But yeah, so you've never had a flap, no? No, no I can't say I've ever had a multi-flap. It's a genetic thing as well because these Pacific Islander people for for years and years just survived long periods without food and eating very small amounts of stuff so their bodies are programmed to cling on to fat more so if they're eating fatty stuff they're going to get fat quick and their society actually thinks that the bigger you are the more beautiful you are so the tongan king who died in 2006 he holds the guinness world record for being the heaviest ever king and he was 200 kilograms 33 stone Quite a big fella. Mate, I've only found some instructions on cooking. What, how to cook up your flaps? Yeah. Making yeah. healthier meals using mutton flaps. Are right, you ready for the method? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Trim all visible fat. Step two, throw away fat. Oh, so they don't even eat the fat. Uh, the Tongans eat the fat and we don't. Step three, prepare vegetables and trimmed flaps. Boil meat until tender. Add lots of coloured vegetables and boil until cook. cooked. It does say cook. Uh, skim off fat from the surface of liquid and throw away. Serve with staple foods such as taro or green banana. And I tell you Ooh. what, green banana looks like the worst part of this meal. Yeah. But they've cut the skin off, yeah? Or is the actual banana flesh inside green? It just looks really great. Oh. Sounds very fatty, these flaps, don't they? Yeah. yeah. Skimming, trimming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The reason I was talking about that anyway, obviously I'd spotted the word mutton flaps in a, in a headline or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But it was just, you know, in science news because they're trying to sort this out in, in Tonga. But there's also a problem with fizzy drinks. As well, I think a lot of developing countries, yeah, they do have it where a lot of it is they watch American shows and stuff. They're watching Western things, seeing everyone drinking soda. And then they start doing it and they drink it all the time, not really realizing or haven't been educated about how much sugar's sugar. in it. And yeah, it said that there was a quote from some Tongan lady who said, we, we would love to drink soda and we're poor because we're drinking water. But now we're drinking Dr. Pepper on the regular and people are swigging cans of Monster daily. They're literally drinking like the worst things. Western countries are about drinking water now, isn't it? That's like the new thing. We Oh, it's better to drink lots of water. I still <sighs> like to have a bit of cordial in me water, though. A bit of juice. Oh, oh I'll say I like it plain or with cordial. Doesn't matter. Either or. 
I've got no preference. Um, you just done about monster there. When I was in Tesco earlier this af- this evening, some bloke was getting ID'd for a Red Bull. Was he? Ooh, yeah, you get he's ID'd. like I'm 28 and buying a Red Bull. He was like, I oh, used to buy this to when I was 16. Maybe I don't know. Maybe 18. So, so supermarkets ban sales of energy drinks to under 16s, and that was in 2018. Yeah, because they thought that 28 so, year old was only 16. Yeah, he was. He did look young, but not like sixteen. Yeah. Uh, and the other thing I was going to ask is, what are people from Tonga called? Are they t- called Tongan or Tonganese? Tongans. Tongans. As far as I can tell from the report I read in the Science Journal. Okay, just checking. If you don't mind continuing in Hemo Science Corner, keep firing I've away. Got, uh, I've got a bit more. This is a quick one, but basically, it followed on from that reading about their diet and stuff. Have you ever heard of a false banana? No. False or full? False. False banana. Okay. Scientists say that the plant onset, E-N-S-E-T, which is a close relative of the banana, it's an Ethiopian staple, and it could be the next new superfood and a lifesaver in the face of climate change. It's basically unknown outside of Ethiopia, but there it's used to make porridge and bread. And uh, like the inside fruit bit is inedible, but the stems and the root... You ferment it down and make stuff out of it. So it is, you know, looks like a banana, but you don't eat it. You eat the rest of it. <laughs> um, it says it's you can plant it anytime, harvest it anytime. It's perennial, so like it's a really good crop. So yeah, okay, I'll give it a try. Give it, give it a little go. Give me some false banana. They should just call it like fake nana or false does, nana. Does it taste like nana? I don't know. It doesn't say. Probably not if it's the stems you're eating. Not the mm-hmm. the fruit bit. Yeah. But there you go. There you go. And for the final part of my sciencey news, do you remember a few pods ago, cast your mind back, I talked about an artificial sun? Yeah, you did. You did. Yeah. Who was I talking about there? Uh, China. Correct. Okay. China had their go, didn't they? They did uh, 17 minutes of fusion back yep. in December, but they produced no energy, okay? So it was just, they managed to get the fusion going, but no energy was created. Just a big light. Well, an artificial sun burning at 150 million degrees smashed the world record, helping the UK-based research team take the lead in a global race. <laughs> China, the US, Jeff Bezos has backed a company as well. That's They're all it. at it. They're all at it, trying to get a bit of fusion on the go, but the UK has taken the lead. Now, the thing is, they only did it for five seconds. Okay? So instead of 17 minutes like China, they only did five seconds, but they managed to create 11 megawatts of power, which is enough to power like 10,000 homes in five seconds. So pretty mad. And that was from two thousandths of a gram of hydrogen fuel. So this is like big stuff, big steps in power wow but it's it's still like the holy grail sort of thing we're in the lead now it's all right take a little step back it was it was near oxford in case you were wondering <laughs> i haven't really read into how dangerous these things are compared to like the hydron i.e hadron collider guy <laughs> guy the machine. colluder so i wanted to talk to you steven about oh, something yeah. specific okay that you mentioned Ooh. the other night to me. 
Oh, right, right. That I... I know you've seen it. You mentioned to me that you'd watched The King's Man. The King's Man, yeah. Correct. The latest of The King's Man films. Yeah, of The King's Man films. And on Sunday night, I also watched The King's Man. And And also having previously watched the others. Yeah, after also previously watching the others, but the, the, the main thing I wanted to touch on was Hemo said to me that he watched it in two parts and that during this experience, LB, he said he did, he experienced a jaw-dropping moment, a bit like a the... physical emo- jaw-drop. A bit like the emoji that's really wide eyes and just a little O for a mouth. Like, I was doing that. And right. I, I didn't stop doing it for maybe 30 seconds. Yeah. It was wow. So I'm watching this movie thinking, I wonder when this jaw-dropping moment... I was like, I wonder if I even know it. Is it like going to be a special effect or whatever? Yeah. Right? I'm watching this movie with Harry. The jaw-dropping moment happened. And me and Harry, this is totally unrelated to the fact Hemo did it, but we both looked at each other mouths wide open like <laughs> oh! oh we couldn't believe it absolutely unbelievable what's just happened yeah it's just a movie but yeah bloody <laughs> hell i was like wow <laughs> and i don't yeah. want to i don't want to even say what it is if no, any, no, no. it's I'd a film set sort of espionage spies behind world war Two. world war one you know world war one politics yeah. that's it yeah yeah and it it was it was mental it was honestly like one of those things where I was, I, like you said, I couldn't pick it back up. I was just like, <laughs> what? Yeah. And even though you said something was coming, I didn't expect it to be. No, that's what I mean. Well, I didn't tell you what it was. No, no, I, no, so no. Was, but... There was no way of knowing. Yeah, it was great. Did um, you then go on to enjoy the whole film? Yep, I did. Yeah, yeah I th- thought it was thoroughly entertaining. I think... My biggest thing I liked about the movie, and I like it when movies do do this, is when they're based around real-world events and yeah. real-world characters, but they'll go, but did you know this is how it actually happened? And it's yeah. fantastical, and it's not really believable. Yeah, but yeah. they play with people that you know. And like in secondary school, I did so much about World War One and the assassination of Franz Ferdinand and all that stuff. yeah. yeah. So I knew all of the people involved, and I was like, "This is kind of cool yeah, seeing it was, an alternate it was a good little side view of, how, uh, of history." Yeah, uh, and a bit like how Inglorious Bastards messes with it. Oh, and stuff that's like. one of the best. That's brilliant. Yeah, I like that sort of thing where you're kind of like you're playing with the truth. Yeah, oh. it feels like it's like quite balls. It's like, oh, this is yeah. cheeky. This is yeah, but it's good, especially when they do it so well. So yeah. it does feel like that could just slide straight in. That could have been how it went. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever seen any of the old Kingsmans? Uh, I don't know if I've seen the first one. I can't remember. I'm going to say no. Okay. Okay. I'll add it to the watch. I'll add it to the watch list so yeah. I can see what this jaw-dropping moment is. Do yeah. you need to have seen the other ones no. to see this one? No. Okay. no this is set, this is set in like 1904, so long. The other ones are modern day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, question for you, Steve-Anne. Did yeah. you watch the after credit scene of The Kingsman? 
Ooh, I'd, I'm going to say most, most likely yes, because I always do. So right, describe okay. just one part and I'll say if I did or not. It was some bad guys chatting. Yes, I did, because it went on to what I accidentally said the wrong war. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, ooh. I was doing the washing up after, and I heard people chatting. I was like, oh, I'll quickly go back and see. That yeah. made me laugh. It was good. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, I, Go and it, watch it, everyone. Yeah, go and watch it, man. I, it's a weird thing to sort of bring up, because I was kind of like, should I mention it? Shouldn't I? But the jaw-dropping thing was just so funny that I knew, <laughs> and I didn't tell Harry that there was something, and we both just looked at each other like, what? <laughs> yeah, that's why I mean. my mouth was so wide. Oh, I couldn't believe it. I sat on my own, just like, <laughs> rolling my tongue back in, like, what? <laughs> what? But no, a fun little flick. It, I, You know, it's not a <laughs> stick it around in my memory forever, but it, it, no, it was good it. for a Saturday night. That will, I'll always remember which yeah. film made me. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you hear about someone else, mega famous, previously mentioned on the show a couple of times? He went, boom. His name's Jeff Bezos. Yeah. Jeff with a J. He, did you hear that protesters were threatening to pelt his 400 million pound super yacht with eggs and vegetables and stuff? <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, the bridge. <laughs> Amsterdam, I think. Rotterdam. Yeah. They need to dismantle the bridge, which he's paying for, but people aren't happy about it. It's like, you idiot, man. You should have known how big it was first. God. Bloody Bezos. Um, taking down bridges now, is he? Just to get his boat yeah, through. Yeah, so just to get his boat through. What, down the Sears Canal but it's like one of them sort of big, famous bridges, you know. Like if they took down what's that one in Barrow, the transport. <laughs> um, but it made me think, you know, two things that come from that mini story. What, what stuff have you thrown at something or someone? And have you ever got stuck <laughs> or got got something that doesn't fit so yeah there we go let's let's have a little ponder so say them again have what I have you ever thrown at something like for example I straight away thought of things like eggs yeah throwing eggs at houses a couple of times or throwing an axe at a bit of wood that's quite good giving a good old lob yeah I've, I've done a bit of axe throwing I like yeah. that yeah I like that bit of axe throwing bit of egg throwing um getting pebble dashing are you any good at that you know at the sea <laughs> Where you do the do, 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 do. Yeah, skimming. skimming. Yeah, I like skimming. a good skim. Yeah, I'm not very good at it. I'm all right at the old skimming. Yeah. I was, Does that I, mean, was your dad good? Did he teach you well? Yeah, yeah, Steve Bell is very good at the old skimming of the stones. I once got really stuck in a in a shirt. <laughs> okay. It was Since quite... point you were scared? It, actually, I was quite scared because I was really mm. stuck. So like a bit of circulation cough. It was quite a sort of indie style quite skinny sleeved but like a, quite a long i don't know what you want to call this bit of a shirt where your button is your but cuff. you know the cuff, cuff that's it yes it had quite a long cuff that maybe had like two or three buttons at the end not just one yeah right um getting ready to whip the shirt off took the shirt off pull it down uh, but while both arms are still in it yeah right it's inside out You've double handcuffed yourself. I've double inside. handcuffed myself inside a shirt. <laughs> and my hands are both trapped inside these long cuffs yeah. with no yeah, way of getting positions. With <laughs> no way of getting the to the buttons to get one hand free. And I'm literally fucking stuck. Like skipping rope style out of this shirt. It's behind behind your body, yeah? 
No, I'd flipped it. I'd had to flip, flip it over the top to try and figure out what I was going to do. Bloody hell. And I had to get my missus at the time to, like, unbutton me, found me, just sat there in shirt, stuck for about an hour. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, there's, um, there's the best time I've been stuck. Yeah, I don't like things like that. I don't like things getting stuck on me. Like I say, I'm still not dreading the wedding ring, but I'm thinking, oh God, it's definitely going to get stuck at some point. I'm going to have a little freak out. Think we, I think um, we mentioned it on the pod before, finger in the school chair. Have you ever done that? Oh yeah, in the tube underneath yeah. when it's up on a table. Yeah. yeah. But that was a nice thing. Mm. Um, have you ever bought any furniture that you've got at home and it doesn't fit? I don't you're think just so. Not, not that silly. You always measure up first. A big fear is buying something from like IKEA and that, and convincing yourself it will fit in the car, and then it won't. Won't near the telly. Yeah, LB's telly. Yeah. I once saw a kid get egged from a moving car. Was he walking along? Yeah. No, he was running for the bus. This poor kid. Oh. And it was a sort of a bit of your like. Uh, collider thing or whatever two things moving at speed and the egg just caught in the middle and god it, it, I felt so bad for him but it went flipping everywhere it felt Ooh. like the egg stood still and he ran into it <laughs> like in the matrix or the yeah, bullets it, in front of Neo but he just jumps in front of them yeah. <laughs> it was quite um, like that I remember walking down a road once me and about five mates we were on our way to work we all worked at a big local speedway and we're strolling along it's like a dual carriageway and all of a sudden just one of my mates goes oh and falls to the ground and we're like what the hell like what the hell those? he's like oh, oh pulls up his top massive huge big bruise circle thing and it's like what the hell like he might have broken a rib or something next to him someone had thrown at him a geared stick knob no, like, <laughs> bloody hell i don't know if they'd unscrewed it or if they had a spare one but it was a gear stick knob with all, you know, <laughs> one to five and reverse on it. <laughs> and they've got a bit of weight to them. And it proper, bet. someone had just lobbed it out the window at him, going at 60 hours an hour. <laughs> Absolutely took the gear stick to the ribs. <laughs> yeah. God, imagine that. Imagine driving without one, though, just wow. with a stick. <laughs> just <laughs> flicking a sticker up. <laughs> um, when I was in secondary school, the school bus quite near the school as well too near the school for what the story you know goes on to say a lot of people would throw stuff out the window at a house okay at a certain window of a block of flats mm -hmm. when the bus would go by at the window would be a man standing there with sunglasses on and a big cut out smiley face like you'd see at the dentist or something you know a big big red lips and white teeth but where he was wearing it sunglasses and a smiley face and he'd have on rubber gloves like marigolds and he'd be just waving waving at the school bus as it goes past every morning and as the bus goes past and you just get out of view he'd twizzle the blinds and he'd have a message on the blinds like hello no, he children did not. Or, no he did I not i swear hello. to god <laughs> now eventually we'll have a guest on the pod that can clarify it but this Honestly. sounds like something out of bloody a Ricky Gervais yeah. show. And it was near school. It was less than 10 minutes walk from the school gates. Okay. So you'd think if it was a proper, pe but basically everyone said it was a proper convicted guy or something weird. And I kid you not as well, 
from his little window to the little chimney bit around the corner, so, you know, a meter. He had up a little mini washing line, a bit of string, and on it would be little kids' pants and socks hanging up. So it was like, he's waving, hello, kids, always say, like, make sure you smile today or whatever on his blinds. And there he is, a <laughs> little washing line with kids' stuff on it. It's like, oh, my God, so weird. But I joined that school late or, like, got that bus later than everyone else. They'd already been getting it, and kids that had been getting on it for, like, a couple of years and they all knew about this it's a thing you know and sometimes people would go and bash on this guy's door or whatever he occasionally he would have the window ajar and as the bus went past he'd throw out lollipops throwing them out <laughs> and it does sound absolutely mad and it's like well why isn't he in prison maybe he is now but <laughs> it was just like wow that's pretty weird and yeah people would throw stuff out the window Chuck batteries out. It's like, hey, give me your batteries out, your Game Boy. <laughs> twizzle the blinds with a message on it. I'm not, I don't believe it. I swear to God, man. How many blinds Honestly. was he going through? No, he just like put write it on with tape or whatever. Like put some duct tape on it. Or maybe it was. But he'd have to be clever enough to write it upside down backwards because then when he'd spin it round, it'd be fi- the message no, would be it upside was, down. It was a type of blinds. <laughs> it was vertical blinds. So he'd twizzle it, he, you know, he'd still be there and he'd be like, <laughs> so you only have to ride it on the same way around and then twist it and he'll be there. Got you. I thought you meant... <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> he wasn't that skilled. He's but been yeah, grasping this, on this it all day. And we'd throw stuff. I remember once throwing a Satsuma or a Clementine, something like that, a small orange. <laughs> I'm not too good with the small oranges. It could have been an easy peeler. <laughs> Although I've only recently sort of understood what they were. Satsuma. <laughs> I love that you just in orange free. It's just whatever you could get hold of. It was like something like, kid, pass me, what's in your lunchbox? <laughs> right. That's getting it's just an easy, easy peeler, sir. <laughs> Give me that Kit Kat. I'm going to eat it. No, that wasn't me. I wasn't a bus bully. <laughs> but yeah, that's stuff that's been thrown. <laughs> Right, should we... Blind, uh, what was he called? Blinds, man. I don't know, yeah, it was weird. Smiley guy, I think everyone called him, like, smiley face guy. Smiley face pedo. Smiley face. I once seen a kid throw a mint imperial when we were on, like, a 50-seater bus towards the front of the bus... And it proceeded to smash the front windscreen. Oh. Yeah, like... Shit. Do you know where, like, it just gets, like, a split? Like, it doesn't smash the window a bit, but there's a big, I don't know, like, snowflake look. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've I've got a couple more good school bus ones. (laughs) Like, because my school was right next to another school. And they were, like, rival schools, so close. Pope John, Kingswood. Yeah, Yeah, once the bus was going along... And first of all, a brick comes through the window, hits a kid, a couple of seats in front of me in the neck. And he's like, (laughs) and then because it was like fireworks season, fireworks are all fucking coming in the bus. And they're setting off, kids are setting off fireworks and firing them into the school buses. Absolute mayhem. (laughs) You brick it and I'll like this. Did I I ever tell you about the bus I was on where the windows got smashed? What was that? What smashed them? So this... This bus I was on once, going back to where me and LB used to live, which was like, how long would you say? Like 40, 50 minutes home, LB on the bus? Yeah. About 15 minutes if you were driving a normal car, but if you're going on the bus, it was a good 
hour. Yeah, right. So I'm getting the bus home from Middlesbrough, where our school was. Like, I'd yeah. been at my mate's going back home late at night. And some kids lobbed a fucking brick at the bus window, and it smashed all the window. And, you know, the top bit that's got the bus, like, flap stuff in. Oh, yeah. The windy thing that you'll, you'll yeah, like, yeah. say, going to Hemo's house or whatever, bus 43. Like, all of this glass is just smashed in. And he didn't Shit. stop. He just kept what? absolute Terminator kicked, bus driver. the rest of it out, just sticks his leg out, kicks Mate, it out. Yeah, and like <laughs> he popped, when he stopped at a red light, you know, from the top thing, it all just like poured all over him. Just bang it back in a second, off we go. And he just would wow. not stop this bus. It was mental. Breeze. <laughs> yeah, it was being like inside a massive windsock on the way home. But yeah, it was cri- It was terrifying. I couldn't wait to get off. I once got some sort of ball could have been a tennis ball but it must have been harder more golf ball or yeah something squash ball thrown right in my head from the back of the bus to the front bang as i walked on and i was like oh my god instantly a big lump comes up on my forehead i'm like oh and i'm sort of still dazed and pissed off people are laughing (laughs) 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 and uh, not too far from my school is where my mum worked and rather than going all the way home, I thought, I'll just get off of my mum's work. And I went in. And that's a whole other story because of where she worked. It was quite a strange experience. But I didn't want to tell my mum that I'd had a ball thrown on my head. So she was like, what was it? And at the time, do you remember, we called them poppers. But they were like suction things. You yeah, turn yeah, them inside you turn, out, yeah, put yeah. them on. Yeah. And you could put them on your skin and press them. And they'd sort mm. of suck. I said... Uh, someone pinned me down and put a sucker on my forehead, pushed it loads till it did, and then it they pulled it off, and that's what was left, a big <laughs> red circle mark. I don't know why. <laughs> why did I have to tell such a silly lie rather than just say someone lobbed the ball at me? Because I, I think it's because I know she'd be like, well, I suppose she'd be like that if someone did it to me. Maybe I said I suckered myself. Yeah. Because she would have been like, right, who was it? We're going down the school. Get them to write an apology letter. <laughs> I tell you what, memories, mad mate, because you telling that story has just made me think of two other fantastic bus-related anecdotes. Go on, then. Back on the bus. So do you know when you're on a really busy bus? Oh, yeah. Home from school, right? Was this back in the day, still smoking on the top deck? Yeah, everything. It's an absolute... Chaos. Like, zoo on the bus. It's the the after-school party. Yeah, it's the the after-party on the bus, right? (laughs) And... Both involve a really packed bus, but I think it was just because it was always packed. But the bus driver was just about to set off from the stop, right? And this one fairly chavvy lad who thought he was pretty awesome was, like, going to be late and miss the bus. And, you know, like, the, as the bus drives off, sometimes he's still got its doors open and they shut, oh, yeah. like, as he's going. So this kid's, like, proper running, like, he's he's going to get on the bus even if the doors, even if the bus is in, in motion, right? And I think his plan was, I'm going to throw my bag on the bus, right? Yeah. And it'll make the bus driver stop, and then I can get on. And, like, the doors are shut in, and this kid's, like, looking perfectly timed, skims his, his school backpack through the doors as it shuts, like, perfect one-in-a-million shot. <laughs> the bus driver just looks and just bombs it and just leaves it. <laughs> takes his bag. Bloody hell. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole bus is just erupting, cheering as this kid, like as everyone watches him slow from a run back to a walk. 
and just oh, stood man. there like as if I've just lost me school back. <laughs> as well expecting it to like hit in between perfect timing so you could just slip on the bus. <laughs> and then the other one from the very, very busy bus was a game that was played <laughs> sometimes when I think mainly when we get back to Hemlinton, right? There was a game that was just, I can only recall its name being called Push, right? And basically, as soon as everyone went to get off the bus, everyone would run and push to the front to just squash everyone so no one could get off the bus. Yeah, I remember that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, just push, push. And I remember some kid, like, was just being squashed so much. <laughs> Was he even trying to get off? He was just yeah. involved in I the I think push. his feet weren't even on the floor. He was just like <laughs> pinned against the person in front of him. And he squished so hard, he threw up on the person oh, in front God. of him. Oh, man. He was squeezed like <sighs> a little packet of mail just till he was like... <laughs> It's just, and the funny thing is, he. I then remember him looking round, looking at me, and just laughing because he's just like, I've just been sick on that person's back. Yeah, I was sat on the bus, and a kid comes up to me, sits in the seat next to me, and throws up on me. And I was just like, oh. "What the fuck? What the fuck?" <laughs> and I like start punching him a bit, like you know, "What the fuck are you doing, man?" But like he's a couple of years younger, and I was just like, "Oh my." I, I took off my coat. It was a duffel coat, and I gave it to him. I was like, "You're getting that clean, man. Don't look at me again. You're not getting on this bus again until that's clean." I, didn't, I just didn't want to see him again, man. Every time I thought of it, I, I didn't get on the bus. I had to get a lift to school for about four days. Just couldn't do it. I felt sick every time I got on a bus from him being sick on me. Did he clean it? He did clean it. He gave me it back. But I'm not saying I made his life hell for a bit. But every time I see him, I'd be like, give him a dig in the arm. I'd be like, Grr, be sick on me. <laughs> um. I've got two bus driver little stories. Go on, very quick. A bus driver was the topic of conversation when I first ever talked about gayness, homosexuality with my mother. Okay. Uh, Because there was like a family friend round who also got the same school bus. And the bus driver, basically, he looked like Freddie Mercury, but he'd be wearing like a sleeveless black leather vest, big chain around his neck. Very sim- very similar to a Freddy sort of look. And mm. he was like quite a camp guy. And the family friend was like telling our parents, like, oh yeah, like, he's like this. And this bus driver, he's gay. And my mum was just like, looked at me, she was like, do you know what gay is? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, like the bus driver. <laughs> That's <laughs> the it. Bus and that was it. That was the topic for a few more years. That was the end of the topic, should I say. Um, and then we had another bus driver who... It was quite fun for the short period he was a bus driver. He'd let you jump off. He'd open the doors before you stop and keep going. You wouldn't stop. <laughs> it was the thing like if you said, oh, can I do the jump? He'd let you like jump off the moving bus quite fast. <laughs> Enough that you were going to have to do like an army roll on the floor. <laughs> and I remember when he first started, one of my mates, he was like, oh, they sort of like acknowledged each other. I was like, do you know him? He's like, oh, yeah, he's, he used to work with my dad. And then the next day, he obviously told his dad he worked on the buses now and his he was told why he didn't work with his dad anymore. And basically, he was a postman. And he, he was one of the guys that sort of like rummaged through people's mail. And had a little, <laughs> a little shifty. So he got sacked and then became a bus driver that lets kids jump off the bus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good times on the bus, eh? Ding, ding. Good times on the bus. I also... Oh, here's a, here's a 
story. I wonder if anyone listening will know about this. There was a time <laughs> on the school bus once. I was sat on the back and a kid from my class. I'd moved schools not long before and I knew this kid from previous school. And I've been hanging around with him for a bit because it was the only person I knew to start with. But then I soon, you know, found some friends and stuff and left him, him to the side. <laughs> Dished him. <laughs> Threw and him to the curb. Anyway, I'm sitting on the back of the bus and it, this guy, his younger brother, come, walks up to the back and he goes, what have you been saying about my brother? I'm like, what? He says, you've been talking shit about my brother. I was like, really? Why didn't he come and say that? And so he steps out of the way and his brother's there and he just punches me in the face. <laughs> punches me in the eye but the thing is it was quite a weak punch he was like a small skinny guy and it's because i'm on the back of the bus i've got to act cool you know with the other guys there so i just started laughing like ah <laughs> and he ran to the front of the bus put his feet up and started crying and <laughs> it was just like oh shit <laughs> and we we never really spoke again not for years and years <laughs> like not the rest of the school thing there was always like a little i could tell you know he wasn't a fan of me, which is fine. But um, many years later, many years after school, was at a, some sort of like nightclub thing, uh, indie club night sort of thing. His brother came up. <laughs> <laughs> There's his brother. No, I, I don't know if his brother was there, but I saw him and I was like, oh, so I just, just, I was like, I can't be doing with any scrapping. Obviously, he's forgotten about all that shit. But I went and spoke to like one of my hardest mates. I was like, oh, just uh, keep your eye on me. Just keep your eye on my back, yeah? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, like, it's like, he's like, you got a threat? It's like, maybe, maybe. You know, we're amber. <laughs> and do you know what? I might have to come back to that story another time because I honestly, I think I was so drunk. I can't remember the details. I can't remember if there was a fire or not. <laughs> Probably not because of that, but I'm just trying to think. Did he, did I, did he speak to me? Did he? Did we have a little push? Did someone stand in between us? I honestly don't know. Was there a little push, was there? I don't know. Maybe we squared up to each other. I don't know. It feels like that is the case because I've got visions of it, but I'll have to ask a few people and find out. So that's a, that's a two V continued. Oh, oh, I want to know. Cliffhanger. I want to bloody know. <sighs> anyway. You might have already seen what? it. Have you seen it? But this oh. is a... Have you seen it? Oh, so while I was away, you sent a little text to say that the curse oh, yeah. is now out. I have seen it all. I have seen it all. I Rich. have seen none of it. <laughs> ah, I knew ah, that was coming. Well, we'll have to wait till another um, time then to discuss it. <laughs> basically, me and Holly B had one like one or two episodes left of something we were watching so we needed to finish that yeah. first because I hate getting close to finishing something, starting something else and then never going back so we're like mm -hmm. we've just got to finish this other thing I did just finish another series while I'm there have you seen it I don't think you have Ted Lasso I just finished no. se season two of that and my overall review is it's good as a non-football fan I still look forward to some of the matches in it but overall too morally too nicey nicey there's always got to be tying up all the ends with niceness and it's like ah but good show quite funny entertaining football based go check it out <laughs> okay um i think we've still got time for another feature yeah boys slingers in yes man um, well for this one we've actually got to go out of our comfort zones we're leaving the the sheds and the studios and the attics and the lofts because we're going live to our roving reporter out on the city streets 
Here he is. Now then, this is Van Hemo of the VHBBB podcast. Represent. I'm only doing the bloody first roving reporter. That's right. I'm shortly be joined by my co-host and co-reporter for this evening. That's Richie Richie. He'll be here in a moment. I'm outside of the venue. First gig of the year. We're off to see our favourite band. I'm joined now by co-host and roving reporter Richie Bell. Hello, Rich. Now then, Stephen. It's nice to be out in the field. I'm slightly confused at what the hell we're doing. But... We're on about babbling. Oh, babbling on the move. <laughs> no, we're going to the first, well, my first gig of the year. Yeah, uh, my first gig of the year as well. There on we a comfy go. seat. Oh, it's a sit-down gig. We're seeing one of the best bands in the world. Yeah. It is. On the count of three. One, two, three. The, the Beatles. Beatles. We're here for a bit of Beatlemania, and we're going to present it to you, podcast listeners. Bloody wonderful, right. mate. Well, we'll talk to you more about that in a minute. Back to you boys in the All studio. Right. In your shed. Thank you, Hemo and Rich. Out Wee. on the streets. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I'm absolutely gutted I missed that. Ah, uh, it was good. <sighs> so when did you go? When did you go? What night was that? Thursday. Straight after work. Yeah, yeah it was the quite odd. first gig of the year. Going to, like, a very early Cine Bob's show. Was it weird going to see that at the cinema I don't think so for me it was just an amazing what a brilliant experience yeah Mm. but do you know what I don't know if you even knew this Rich because I I didn't actually outlandishly say it I just was like please don't say anymore because Steve mentioned something from the rooftop gig I'd watched episode 3 of Get Back but when it got to the rooftop gig I stopped when I knew that the actual gig was coming out so me seeing it in the cinema that was fresh yeah that was me, you know, I don't mind admitting it on the pod. You didn't notice because you know I kept my face forward. I, had a, I shed a couple of tears during that gig. Did you? I, no. I sat there and I was like, "Oh my god, this is fucking amazing! This yeah. is what a climax from everything from before!" And wow, and wow, wow! So many bits of it, I was just like, "Ah, oh, ah!" Oh. And it just hit me so hard. I was just like, "Oh man!" Smiling away inside and on the outside. I think I don't think what, smarted. one thing that made it so incredible was the audio LB yeah. like because mm. when when he first starts strumming the bass it's so fucking loud in the IMAX cinema I was just like oh my god this is like what well, is it going to be this loud the whole time like it was a bit like take you back loud just because you, Do you, you know went... what compared to any IMAX film I've seen before, what I always think it's a bit too loud. In there, it was perfect. Yeah, it mm-hmm. was like being at a loud gig, but you could hear everything. Yeah, nice. The foresight of like the hidden camera stuff, where yeah, was just yeah. as if they <laughs> planned that out and 
the no. light look like as well because when you know they're just staring into it it's like they're just looking at that weird little obelisk thing in the corner yeah, that weird little visor <laughs> yeah <laughs> just a block in there but and like just how long they strung the policeman along for and they just sat fiddling with his little like helmet strap <laughs> yeah you know he was only 19 years old mm. and it's just like he looks thinking, well old didn't he well no i mean you could tell he was a young lad yeah yeah the cop, not but, 19 um, just the fact like getting sent to stop that if you even know like who the beatles are it's like oh man do i have to be that one would, like would you have done it <laughs> would you have no. done, or would you have just walked away and let someone else maybe that's why i stood there for so long you didn't want to do it yeah he I read something. You know how he kept threatening to arrest people and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was like, he said like in interviews after he's like, oh, I wouldn't have arrested anyone. It's like it is on private property and stuff. Like mm-hmm. I was just just trying to throw it around. Yeah, I, th- I think that was. It did seem like a bit of an empty threat. Yeah, um, it's like who? Which person is it that you're going to arrest? Who's responsible? I like the, the little the building. The little like. Uh, butler guy in the fire was great as well he's just like yeah. always like smirking like this <laughs> having these two's lives they were very here. happy in there weren't they yeah <laughs> uh, so the gig was good it was, wasn't what I expected how much have you ever seen of the rooftop gig beforehand only things from like the anthology or, yeah. and like seeing clips that are really mm-hmm. low quality yeah mm. I remember seeing a bit of like one of the fellas climbing up some ladders and walking onto another roof. I knew like other people watched from other roofs. Yeah. But that was about all I knew. It was good seeing it. I, I for a while, worked at a place in London, literally just down the road. So I went on Google Maps and checked. And if I'd have stood on the rooftop, yeah, I would have totally been had a good view. So it's like, yeah. oh man, that would have been cool. Um, also, while I was doing that on Google Maps, the building that they were in, so the Apple headquarters back then, that now is the Kingsman shop front. Is it? The movie is The Kingsman, yeah. No I can't way. remember what it's called. It's something tailors. It is a tailor shop. Right. Um, it's a tailor shop that's like owned by Ralph Lauren. I think some of my favourite bits were the really wide shots that were like... What's seeing everything. City-wide, the and there's just yeah. them plain small mm-hmm. looking great do you know what i mean like and you could just see that like hodgepodge of people collected around it but like yeah well because when you were close up with them yeah it was kind of cool like you knew they were on the roof but the wides like mm-hmm. really like emphasized it no these guys are actually just <laughs> rocking out on the yeah. rooftops of london yeah. did you know previously to that or the end of season three that it was actually a recording session really it no. wasn't actually a gig it no, was I didn't just know. a recording session and, and the I, fact that they did the same songs multiple times because they were just recording them. And, no, and I didn't know that they were the versions that are on the album either. Yeah, I know. That's mad. Like, it's such like good to think they were, they were down in the basement flicking the switches and pulling the knobs and stuff yeah. the other way. <laughs> Making that album, yeah. Wow, bloody good. Yeah, I, I love Paul getting excited about the police coming up, like in him just yeah. looking around and being like, Changing yeah, the lyrics man. a bit. Yeah, like, woo! The mama says, don't get arrested. Something <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah. <laughs> but in episode three, going into that as well, what was some sort of other, did you have any other highlights from it? I remember, I think last time we chatted about the Beatles. Yes. Um, I asked one, I said, did you, had you got to Octopus Garden yet? I didn't know if yeah. you had. Yeah, no. And, that, and 
it's Ringo right in Octopus's garden, but George is there helping him. They're sat at the piano and going, and it's just like, wow. It was so nice seeing him help him so much just develop the song. Another, yeah. you know, just a nice, fun song, but I, I love Octopus's Garden. Yeah. Um, there was something I seen where John just, you know, he's a good singer and he's such a great, recognizable voice. There was one point where he was literally just singing the set list. Yeah. singing the song names and then singing the chords as well whatever was written on the little scrap of paper he was just singing that out and it sounded really good I was like oh man that could totally be a really good beautiful song uh, um, there was a point after finished watching it I was thinking to myself like John Glynn's we see him there and stuff do you know much about him outside of that not really no no because I didn't really know so in my head for some reason I was like Ah, uh, that must have been the only thing he did. He's, you know, probably some old man now. Doesn't mm-hmm. do anything like that. So I thought, oh, I'll, maybe I'll contact him, get him on the show. We'll have a little interview with him. Say, what was it like working with the Beatles all the way back then? Do you even remember? And it turns out he's done like hundreds and hundreds of top albums for so many different bands and rock artists and stuff. Really? Like loads of Rolling Stones and things, The Who. Yeah, he's he was quite big time in that sense. But oh, wow. the album record, the version of the album he did for the Beatles they didn't even use they ended up not even choosing his version because it was Phil Spector really? that did it in the end and even then they didn't really like Phil Spector's version that much but it was better than John Glynn's Glyn John's wow yeah I know so all that effort and all the time and stuff he put into that getting them that they used the recordings but they didn't use any of his mixes wow yeah I know oh, I know and he actually said that the Phil Spector version that we all know and love he called it a syrupy load of bullshit. <laughs> did he? <laughs> he did indeed. <laughs> I expect. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so like Beatles love. We've loved the Beatles. It's, it's nice to have had a new little ignite. I wonder what's next. Yeah. Like what, for what? the Beatles, I mean, as yeah. in like a collective. Is it going to be another video game? Beatles Rock Band 2? Could be. Um, maybe, maybe some more remix albums. Like, I really like that love album. Yeah, they had for the Cirque du Soleil and the video game and stuff. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, I'd I'd like to see more of that. Um, um yeah. I think more documentaries are good, but it's just what is there? What footage is out there? Yeah, man. One one big thing that I like, I think, touched me the most in it, and I, I, it's really small, and I don't know why it did. Was just at the very end, where Linda and Paul are holding hands. And then Ringo yep. held their hand. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know what it was about it, but I just, oh man, it just made me feel so like happy. Oh, yeah, that was nice. <laughs> and it was just such a weird little thing for him to do. And I just loved that he did it. It was great. Yeah. yeah. It was mad even more so in that episode. I know we talked about it before, where just seeing how much Paul didn't want it to end as well. Yeah. He was mm-hmm. gutted, like, really, no, we need to do something else. We need to, it needs to be something more. And mm-hmm. just didn't want to go home. Yeah, I, I thought now the Beatles were there. It really like that that saddened saddened me. I think like that. Yeah, he was just essentially at, at playtime with all his mates, and he didn't want yeah. everyone to go back to their mum's house and like <laughs> it be over. But even the compromises they could have had, like you say, you know, we could do this more other creative, different medias and stuff, and we can all do still do our solo projects and go yeah. off. But as long as we come back as the Beatles all the time. Yeah, and continue mm-hmm. doing that because I could have, I would have loved that to know that they all had their great careers, but 
every now and then you get something from the Beatles. It's like, oh, got a little yeah. Beatles surprise. I know they said they, who was it? Was it George that really didn't want to do any more films? Yeah. Yeah. He's just like, no, no. I'm done. <laughs> no more films. He didn't even want to go on the roof, did he? <laughs> I don't no. want to go on the roof. <laughs> it's like, if we have to, then I will. If we have to. <laughs> Come on, mate. Uh, but now, fantastic. Yeah. I think, do you know what would be quite, I mean, I don't know how to develop this sort of thing, but I'm just guessing. Potentially, we could even do it. If you think it's a really good idea, might even cut out the pod. <laughs> we'll do it. In something like a uni or whatever. Unreal. It's a potentially a VR live experience of the Beatles rooftop gig from down below. You're on the street. You set it up all CGI <laughs> and use some of that footage as well of people like turning to you and going, oh my God, like who is it? Who's playing? Mm. What do you reckon? So you're down there and the audio's as if it's coming from up above you in the yeah. 3D VR headset. And you can look up and see and you're like, what? And you look around, there's a crowd. You can walk up and down the high street, see a shop owner going, it's bad for business. They've cut from it. I yeah, that'd, that'd be, be cool, cool, man. Listen, listening to the gig, use that audio from it. Yeah. That would be nice. Yeah. Will someone do it? Fingers crossed. I'd like, I'd like to have a little, a little go of that. We'll mosey on down. <sighs> anyway, boys. That anyway. was a podcast. So, uh, what, what, what were we talking about? <laughs> I can tell you. I said Terry's chocolate oranges aren't that good if they're white. Like we talked about the three Gs. Remember them, guys? We do indeed. We talked about the moon crashing. We talked about Tongans getting fat. We talked about fake bananas. We talked about fusion. We talked about Bezos's boat. We talked about the Beatles. We talked about school buses. What other things did you talk about? That was me just listing my stuff. The Kingsman. The Kingsman. <laughs> the Kingsman. We talked about it all. <laughs> Roller blinds. <laughs> <laughs> yes, like I say, I'll have to get someone to clarify that, but it definitely wasn't a dream. It's real. <laughs> I did not make it up. Luckily, I'm not scarred by it at all. It was just one of them weird things. Just one of them weird things. <laughs> I just keep writing on my blinds. <laughs> <laughs> nothing wrong that's it podcast ends here it can all wait till next time subscribe comment like share all that stuff on all our things email now then at vhbbb.com bye bye night night bye